Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. intelligence shows Putin misled by advisers on Ukraine. Trump calls for Putin to release info on Biden's son. And U.S. astronaut ends historic spaceflight with Russian ride home. It's Thursday, March 31. I'm Anthony Davis. U.S. intelligence officials have determined that Russian President Vladimir Putin is being misinformed by advisers about his military's poor performance in Ukraine, according to the White House. The advisers are scared to tell him the truth, the intel says. The findings, recently declassified, indicate that Putin is aware of the situation on information coming to him, and there now is persistent tension between him and senior Russian military officials. The US believes Putin is being misled not only about his military's performance, but also about how the Russian economy is being crippled by sanctions, because again his senior advisers are too afraid to tell him the truth. The administration is hopeful that divulging the finding could help prod Putin to reconsider his options in Ukraine. The war has ground to a bloody stalemate in much of the country, with heavy casualties and Russian troop morale sinking as Ukrainian forces and volunteers put up an unexpectedly stout defence. But the publicity could also risk further isolating Putin, who US officials have said seems at least in part driven by a desire to win back Russian prestige lost by the fall of the Soviet Union. Meanwhile, Biden told Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky during a 55-minute call that an additional $500 million in direct aid for Ukraine was on its way. Meanwhile, Russian forces bombarded areas around Kiev and another city just hours after pledging to scale back operations in those zones to promote trust between the two sides, Ukrainian authorities said on Wednesday. The shelling and intensified Russian attacks on other parts of the country tempered optimism about any progress in the talks aimed at ending the punishing war. The White House on Wednesday criticised Donald Trump's request for Russian President Vladimir Putin to release potentially damaging information on US President Joe Biden's son, calling the move particularly poorly timed as war rages in Ukraine. Reporters asked White House spokesperson Kate Bedingfield about the former president's comments that raised unsubstantiated questions about Hunter Biden's former business dealings in Russia. Trump said, I think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. What kind of American, let alone an ex-president, thinks that this is the right time to enter into a scheme with Vladimir Putin and brag about his connections to him? There is only one, and it's Donald Trump, Bedingfield said. Trump's remarks came the week that a federal judge ruled he more likely than not committed a felony by trying to overturn his election defeat on January 6, and as his business remains under investigation. During the military build-up preceding the invasion of Ukraine, Trump praised Putin as a genius. Once the attack had commenced, he condemned it as appalling. Trump's long-running search for information on Hunter Biden led to the first of his two impeachments over what presidential aides said was an effort to withhold nearly $400 million in military aid in a White House visit unless Ukrainian officials announced investigations into Biden. 
During his 2016 presidential campaign against Hillary Clinton, Trump publicly suggested Russian hackers could help find Clinton emails, saying, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails. All of Trump's claims regarding Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton have been proven time and again to be untrue. A NASA astronaut caught a Russian ride back to Earth on Wednesday after a record 355 days at the International Space Station, returning with two cosmonauts to a world torn apart by war. Mark van der Hey landed in a Soyuz capsule in Kazakhstan, alongside the Russian space agency's Pyotr Dubrov, who also spent the past year in space, and Anton Shkaplerov. Wind blew the capsule onto its side following touchdown, and the trio emerged into the late afternoon sun, one by one. Van der Hey, the last one out, grinned and waved as he was carried to a reclining chair out in the open Kazakh steps. Beautiful out here, said van der Hey, putting on a face mask and ball cap. Despite escalating tensions between the US and Russia over Putin's war with Ukraine, van der Hey's return followed customary procedures. A small NASA team of doctors and other staff was on hand for the touchdown and planned to return immediately to Houston with the 55-year-old astronaut. Even before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, van der Hey said he was avoiding the subject with his two Russian crewmates. Despite getting along fantastically, I'm not sure we really want to go there, he said. It was the first taste of gravity for van der Hey and Dubrov since their Soyuz launch on April 9 last year. Before departing the space station, Shkablerov embraced his fellow astronauts as my space brothers and space sister. People have problem on Earth. On orbit, we are one crew, Shkaplerov said in a live NASA TV broadcast. The space station is a symbol of friendship and cooperation and future of exploration of space. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.